No Christian has to be poor. If we had to be poor, Jesus wouldn't have said, I've been anointed to preach the gospel to the poor. What was he preaching to the poor? If it's not to correct it, then it should be preached to the poor. He said, I came to preach to the sick. And we know when he preached to the sick, the God won heal. So if he's preaching to the poor, then prosperity is part of the gospel. It is. Are you with me? It's part of the gospel. Amen. Which is able. It has an ability. I tell people, I believe God's word so, so much. Because it has an ability. I told you this the other time. For by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. It has an ability to produce. He says, I commend you to God to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance amongst them that are sanctified. God's desire is for you to have his word at work in your life. And he has made this possible by bringing to you his message from our man of God, Pastor Ray King. Keep on shining and reigning forever as you receive God's word for your life today. So when I'm telling you we are praying for people, it's because he has made us kings and priests unto himself. So that's a part of our calling. You can't be a child of God and you have never prayed for anyone that you don't even know. All you've prayed about is yourself, your finances, your marriage, your this. Ah, ah. That's all you've prayed about for yourself. Tell your neighbor, Focus on Jesus. Tell another person, focus on Jesus. So some things, they are not a bother to us. Not at all. No. Not at all. Not at all. Certain things cannot bother me. What actually bothers me are things pertaining to the kingdom that I must accomplish. Those are the things that bother me. That one crowd say, cast all your anxiety upon him. One time I say, oh God, I say, no, just keep moving, I'm with you. When you are, when you are waking to these things, the love of God and things like that, you realize that, ha, ah, even if you don't have money, you are joyful. Full of joy. Some of you, when you have money, we can tell. Your dressing will change. Your face will change. You see, you are not consistent. The ladies especially. You see dry hair. When you see a girl with a dry hair, you know that, hey, but when the money comes, you can see that, hey, and when they are walking, they walk with. <laughs> Amen. Are you with me? So, this was manifested towards us. Because God had sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. Why? One has died, all has died. Life has come. Do you understand? Life has come. You have been called to live. Pastor, I thought we were already living. If you are not born again, you are only existing. You are not living. The chair is existing. The pulpit is existing. Life 
is in Christ. In him we live. In him we move. In him we have our being. Outside him you don't live. One plus one is equal to two. Simple. Are you there? Next verse. Can you read it loud? One, two, three, go. So much treasure here. He said, This is love. This is love. I want to say something, but I'm just. I don't go ahead of the Father. This is love. This is love. And he explains that love is that. Not that we love God, but that God loved us and gave his son. <sighs> let, me, let me say it, but I hope you understand me. The culmination of the teaching of love is not our love for God. It's God's love for us. We'll get there. But I just want you to just get what I said. Let it be hanging. Will you understand later? Do you, did you get what I said? When we are preaching love to the people of God, we don't need to guilt strip them with their love in God, but that the Father loves them. This is love. Herein is love. Not that we love God, but he loves us. So you only draw your love as a response to his love. We'll get there. But I just want you to understand before I get there. So when I, I establish this foundation and I say, love God, you know that I'm not supposed to love God. But you just say, Father, thank you that you love me. I draw my love from your love. For the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. I'm preaching this today because until it's established in your heart, you may not be, you know, pushed to pray and intercede okay so hearing is love not that we love God but that he loved us most people just want to boast of how they love God but when you go into this you realize that they don't even understand the love of God towards them and those that claim they love God truly are not really walking in love most of them you realize that they have anger issues they have certain things that and now, oh hello Smiley teeth, behind this white teeth, darkness. Fainesiacho, he said, wow, what a sweet smile. But behind it, darkness. <laughs> I'm being controlled to not say certain things. Yeah. Let's move on. Beloved, uh-huh. We ought also, so you see, so.
so he's explaining he, you, you laugh 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 but he's saying that you see where he's coming from god loved us and if god so loved us we ought also to love one another do you understand so our love is drawn from his love that's why i'm telling you until you have tapped into you know the details of his love you may never be moved to pray for a sinner because you don't understand it you don't but when you come into that place and you see just like the father you'll be moved with compassion to pray for sinners not when something happens to a sinner maybe someone went to a club and something sometimes they say that eh, it's a club enough. when i hear this i say where is the person ending up in eternity you see you see the consciousness we talk so loosely as children you think that would have been Jesus' response he says he looked at all the multitude and they were like sheep without shepherds Isaiah said all we like sheep have gone astray each of us turn in our own separate ways and now the good shepherd has come. He's gathering from the nations of the world. Did you hear what I said? He's gathering from the nations of the world. We ought also to love one another. Next verse. One, two, three, go. Mm-hmm. Are you seeing that? So, sometimes preachers will just pick these ones and hammer on. Love, love, love. But I always like us to read. That's why I even made us go up there. Read from the top so that you know where your love is coming from. Because sometimes, just send them love, love, love. Or which, which model are they going to love with? What is their life, their love and premise on? Are they just loving? Like someone will just tell you, the Bible says, love your neighbor as yourself. Is that what the Bible really said? They asked Jesus a question about the law. And he was quoting from the law. That was not Jesus' command to us. When he got to his command to us, he says, love as I have loved you. Not love your neighbor as yourself. Love as Christ love is greater than love your neighbor as yourself. Because for you, when the way you love yourself, if you suffer depression out of your love for yourself, you can cut yourself just to be free. It means when someone tries, you stab the person. That's how you love yourself. If it's to love your neighbor just as yourself. Some of these terrorists and some of these uh, psych psychopaths, you realize that they are killing people because they feel... They have the right to and the love they have for themselves and their country that's why they need to do things like that but is that really love so if jesus didn't raise the bar and just said love your neighbor as yourself which time i love that's why i can't love you more than myself he says greater love has no man than this that a man should lay down his life So I don't say that. I can't love you more than your, myself. No. Don't say that. If you've ever said it, repent. That's not a child of God's language. Me, I can't love you more than myself. Oh. Hey. 
you haven't reached there. Am I helping you? You are wondering, Pastor, I thought you had to pray. Yes, but I need to establish this so that now when you are praying, you zoom and tap in to the Father's love. Your prayer will change. Some of times when we are praying, I just look at some of you. You are praying. You are praying for the Lord. You. Some of you, I'm sure you pray your personal prayer topics. Charlie, come with you near world Lift your hands. No, I've lifted my hands, but in your head. Please help me. This is my money. But when a neighbor is passing by, you shout. But in your head, you know you are not praying for the. Hey! Hallelujah. So, God dwelleth in us and his love is perfected in us. That is if we love. And he says, no man had seen God before. He's getting somewhere. Next verse. Hereby we know that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Are you getting the communication? He's still talking about the love. He says, now we know here that we dwell in him and he dwells in us by his spirit. So we are mingled together with God. Therefore, whatever that comes out of us must be of God. This is the training we are going through. On our way, I was talking to Shepherd Prince. Someone's parents called and was complaining. Eh, she doesn't understand why her son is so much attached to the church. And the son is always coming to church and everything. And so, Prince should tell, talk to her son so that the son will cool down, cool down, cool down. Meanwhile, he goes to work and all. But his work doesn't stress him. It's church that is stressing him. Then I told Prince, I said, the reason people make such statements is because probably where they fellowship, they are not being taught. Because you know, if you miss one service, you've missed a whole lot. We are moving in, we are growing. But if you are just in a place where all is God is going to bless you, God is, you can miss and you really didn't miss any teaching. But not where you are being taught. You know that, hey, if I miss it, the next time Pastor is preaching, he has said certain things that I wasn't there. Now, some of you, I'm saying something, so why you, well, why you here? Because you were not here for the other ones. Are you blurry? No, do you understand what I'm saying? Just like you are going to class, but we, by the grace of God, have come to understand that when Jesus said, go and bring them, he used Matatio, enroll them. He said, go and enroll them in as scholars. We have that mind. Then now he says, when you bring them in, they dust go them. Teach them the ways of the kingdom. So you've come to school. You can't miss Wednesday. You can't miss Friday. You can't miss Sunday. Because you are in school. But if you are not in school, and you are in probably a, a, a church club, You can choose to, you can choose not to because you don't see the essence. You, yeah, true or false? Yes, you don't see the essence. That's why we, last month we, we, last month was for praying for the church. So that churches around, assemblies around, praying for the churches in the whole world will come to the knowledge of the truth. Will come to understand. Paul said that as a minister you should be apt to teach. You can't say that me, I'm not a teacher. What doctrine are you giving to the people? We'll preach, but in preaching you must teach. Don't just say I'm a preacher. 
Amen. So I told her, I said, that's why she's complaining. Because probably where she is, she's not getting that. So to them, they don't understand. Haven't you seen a student who wants to be first before? They even learn ahead of the class. They go to class. Now you, that's the Bialtic back here. Now we move. We have an exam we are writing in this world. And soon we'll appear before the master and give accounts. Why would I not be zealous about it? I know for the past three weeks I've been shaking tables, chairs, buildings and everything. Let me shake them. Shaking foundations. Hallelujah. So, next verse. Next, uh uh-huh. And we have seen and do testify that the Father sent the Son to be the Savior of the world. Celebrate Jesus, somebody. To be the Savior of the world. There is only one name whereby men can be saved. And that is the name of Jesus. No other. There is no other name wherewith man can be saved but the name of Jesus. And this we preach. And this we teach. And this we admonish. Next. Whosoever shall confess uh-huh, that Jesus is the Son of God, God dwelleth in him, and he is God. You see, like I told you, we are praying for people who have strongholds in their mind. How can God ever have a son? It's a problem, even for the Muslims. They said, where did he have a wife to have a son? Didn't you read that God even gave birth to Adam? Did he push Adam is referred to as the son of God. Answer that too. But you believe you are a child of God. How did he give birth to you? And you can't believe that he had a son. Or he, had, he sent his son. Mm? So he says, anyone who can believe that Jesus is the son of God has the spirit dwelling in it. And there's a problem of, with many people, even some who have accepted, still are asking if he's, where, where is the wife? That's because of the biology you know. That's the only time that you can have a child is when there has to be a wife or there has to be a female. Uh, didn't you read that the Bible says God is multi-breasted? He's El Shaddai. The strong and breasted. hallelujah come on come on come on come on don't you love god celebrate him celebrate him god dwelleth in him um, yeah god dwelleth in him and he in god next verse we are getting there and we have known uh uh-huh and believe that the love that love uh uh-huh god is love and he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in god and god in him what kind of love the love of god next verse herein hey lobra shaker where in god is our love made perfect 
Herein is our love made perfect that we may have boldness in the day of judgment because as he is, so are we in this world. Celebrate Jesus. On that day, when we stand before the judgment seat of Christ, we are bold because we know that we walked in his love. We are bold. We'll not be terrified. And that love that we walk in constrained us to fulfill purpose. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Herein is our love made perfect. That we may have boldness in the day of judgment. One, two, three, go. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. This defies the knowledge we have that the opposite of faith is fear. The Bible never said that anywhere. So fear, F-E-A-R, false evidence appearing real. Deep. Fear is false evidence appearing to be real. And faith, I don't know what that one they say. But so faith, opposite of faith is fear. That's not true. He says perfect love casted out fear. The opposite of fear is the love of God. If you find yourself in a situation that seems so terrified and you are beginning to be afraid, it is not just by saying, I cast out fear, I cast out fear. By my faith, I cast out fear. Just ponder on the Father's love towards you. You realize that the fear leaves. Are you afraid for your future? Ponder on his love, then you realize that he's called you to a better future. The fear leaves. This is what he said. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of what? Love, power, and a sound mind. He did not say faith. Faith is very powerful. But let's just accept the truth. It's in your Bible. And just put to work what I've just taught you. When you're feeling anxiety and all, practice the love of God. Just dwell on his love. You realize that it will dissipate. You realize it. Then you now say, I know, I'm struggling. Fear. Yo, yeah, cast out fear. In the name of Jesus, fear, I cast you out. Premised on what? On the love of God. But if you don't have the love of God in mind, hey, out, out. Then after five minutes, it comes again. Out. Out. 20 minutes it comes again. Out. Out. What you use to cast it out within an hour, the love of God in just a few minutes. Cast. He says, perfect love casted out fear. That's what he said in his word. Hallelujah. Next verse. We love him because he first loved us. So you see everything, all his arguments, everything that he's saying. That's why I don't preach. Love the Lord. Love the Lord. Love the Lord. Love the Lord. With what love? 
With which model? He says we love him because he first loved us. Can I have the message of this one? And get the Passion Translation for me as well. I love what the Passion Translation says. It will give you a, a, a better understanding. Can you read it? First, we were loved. Now, we love. He loved us first. We, though we are going to love, love and be loved. First, we were loved. Anyone having issues with walking in love has not been awakened to the love of the Father. It's the truth. Don't be offended. You are offended because you haven't been awakened to it. Because when you have been awakened to it, you won't be offended. Don't be offended. You haven't been. And please, put down your know that father i'm learning i'm i, I want to love like you eh? and stop trying to do yourself a borrow me i love everybody you love everybody let's work in love you love everybody okay should we start counting that roommate that family member that guy opposite your house you've insulted your neighbor son. they've not had it to you in your hall where you see them hello <laughs> say mercy Lord he's already shown you the greatest mercy through Jesus TPT yes one two three go One more time. Have you seen that? Our love for others is our grateful response to the love that God first demonstrated to us. And he says, herein is love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son. Now, how can we extend this love through prayer? We need to pray for the world. Just like when Jesus was in the earth, he said, I pray not for just these ones, but for them that will believe on my name. He prayed even for us before we appeared. And now we have appeared. We must pray for those who have not appeared. And those who have appeared and have lost the way. is a grace-based ministry headed by the Lord Jesus Christ and led by his servant, the man of God, Pastor Roy King. Our vision is connecting the world to Christ and raising men unto perfection. Our purpose is revealing the righteousness of God to man and our mission, preaching the gospel to everyone in our sphere of contact. We welcome you to join us in worship at the Zion Convocation Arena at North Ligon, 5th Purple Street. On Sundays, we have the Rhema service at 9 a.m. prompt. On Wednesdays, we have the Epikodomio service at 6.30 p.m. prompt. And on Fridays, we have the Hour of Intimacy at 6.30 p.m. prompt. You can contact our team on 
0505-592-6259 and 055-592-6251. The Temple of Christ, forever we are kinging in Christ.